Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You're listening to Ride at Home with Rich. And now, here's your host, Rich Horace. All right. Good Saturday afternoon, everybody. Rich Horace here, and thank you for joining us today. And welcome to Ride at Home with Rich. I'm here to tell you... This is going to be one of my favorite shows probably of the entire year. Right here, right now, for the next hour, we're talking kitchens with Mosby designer Jill Warbeck. She has the scoop on everything. Kitchen trends, cabinets, tops, backsplash, you name it. Jill and Mosby Building Arts has it all. And we have the best processes in the industry to really getting the kitchen that you want the best way possible. So stick around with us for everything kitchen here today. My hack, very simple, how to pull a nail after the head breaks off. So if this has happened to you, don't worry, I got your back on this. On the road, we're gonna meet a client that me and Jill worked with actually making their house a little bit bigger and making the kitchen a little bit bigger into this build out and uh, completely redoing this kitchen. It's gonna be an exciting one to talk about today. So here to join me in the conversation of all this is Mosby's own kitchen expert, Jill Warbeck. Thanks for joining me today, Jill. How's it going? Hi, Rich, how are you? I'm doing well. I'm doing very well too, and I am super excited to have you on the show again. You know, we've got so much to talk about, so much to cover, absolutely love, you know, kitchens the most fun space the 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 most costly space probably so much going on inside a kitchen so i love doing this with you and love talking about all of the different things that we can do but before we get too deep into it can you kind of just let us know uh, about your background how did you get interested in designing um well i kind of i grew up in the construction industry so it was kind of a passion growing up wanted to be an architect originally and then fell in love with interior design so went to school with ended up with my interior design degree and have been doing it since awesome and so of course you know i know we've both been in st louis forever (laughs) um and actually just kind of learning about grade schools here that we actually attended one of the same grade schools Um, Yes, we did. You know, much, much longer ago. (laughs) So I got to ask you that St. Louis question. What school did you go to? What high school? Oh, I went to Hazelwood East. Awesome. Awesome. So um, how long have you been helping clients around here at Mosby Building Arts? Mm, I actually just celebrated my 10th anniversary here at Mosby. 
Prior to that, I've been doing this since the late 90s. Wow, that's a long time. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> too too long sometimes. Mm-hmm. You don't want to let that cat out of the bag all no. the time. So, so tell me, because we do so many different exciting things, and, and we've, we've had so many projects together and everything. Um, what is something that you really just love about your job and what you do? I really enjoy meeting new clients, meeting all of the different personalities, really helping clients transform their spaces into something that they love and want to stay in forever. So really taking their vision and making it real is what I really love. How fun is that? I Mm -hmm. gotta tell you. It is. So getting into Mosby a little bit, because 10 years is is a little while. Mm Um, and we've got a lot of, you know, project managers that have been here, you know, 15 years plus. We've got quite a few of us been here like 20 years now. What do you really love about Mosby and what's, what's just kept you here for 10 years? I really love the camaraderie, the teamwork, um, the family feel of the company. Knowing that I have a full team behind me and in front of me. Um, we work together and collaborate under one roof. It's really refreshing. And I think what we build is top-notch. So. Yeah. No, I totally agree with that. And definitely, you know, being here for so long, also myself, you know, I understand, you know, Scott's vision of mm-hmm. the team and how, you know, even learning from him as um you know, as he had his radio show and stuff mm-hmm. and they called him the answer man and all this, but yet he was never like, in, it, you'd never tell he was in charge of anything. Mm-hmm. You'd never, he didn't just walk in and have all the answers at work. He would ask everybody, you know, what they thought, what they felt. All, he, I think he understands the value of, you know, smart people around. Agreed. So having us all as a team, like my construction, your design, you know, Tim and, and Mitch and all them like estimating and how do we get through all this and having the right people wear the right hats in the right place, I think is really a big thing on, you know, how well, why this comes together so well for all of us and everything. And you I, know. I agree. Scott had a great vision and he has implemented the right people in the right positions to help get us to where we are right now. Um, I remember when I first joined, somebody mentioned Scott being the last Boy Scout. And he always, yeah. <laughs> and he's always emulated that. He's so uh, approachable and just genu- genuinely nice. So, yeah, um, I, I, I tell you, one, one of my favorite things really that I think showed like the biggest difference in, you know, the owner of a company. I've worked for a lot of different places. And it took me a long time to get to somewhere like, like Mosby, where I really, it's, it's like a home, you know, Mm -hmm. it's a career instead of a, a job or a position or a paycheck. And, you know, so when we moved into the Leffingwell building around 2007, eight, um, he, he literally was in a cubicle like everyone else right out in the middle of everybody. Like he didn't have, you know, there was an office with, with glass and a door and there was a couple of them like that. And he put like accounting and them in there and everything. Mm -hmm. And he's in the center of the building, right in the middle of everybody in a cubicle. 
mm-hmm. you know, wanting to be connected and wanting to really have a touch on, you know, everybody from production all the way through design and everything. I think it's a phenomenal way to be. And I think it's why we get to be so, have so much fun and be so successful at it. Absolutely. So let's go on the road a little bit here. So I do this thing where we talk about, you know, clients that I've met and seen and and what we've done for them and, and different things like that and how these like appointments go as I run around and visit people and learn you know, upfront what they're after, what their thoughts are. And, you know, sometimes I got to be the bearer of some good news and some bad news, but that's okay. You know, it's, it's just trying to be a, just a good advisor and, and, and help everybody the same way is just so enjoyable and so much fun to me. So I wanted to talk about, of course, the kitchen that was just out in Ladue News and everything published and, you know, probably one of the most phenomenal kitchens we've done in quite a while. We've had quite a few, but this one was, you know, really interesting and there was some challenges to it. Um, So really going in and, you know, first, you know, meeting the client, she really wanted to, you know, live out and build her her husband's dream um, of how he always thought, you know, the kitchen would be. And of course it was, you know, what year was that? Like an '80s kitchen that was in there, maybe oh, early '90s. Something. Yeah, it was pretty no, worn it was, out. It was '80s, yeah, it definitely. Mm-hmm. Definitely not big enough. Um, and and you know, thinking about building out in order to gain space, you know, she was kind of telling me about how her her husband would always stand at the island and look out the kitchen window and and say, you know, I wonder how we could accomplish building out and going that Mm -hmm. way. And if we could really, you know, make this kitchen dramatic and, and, you know, way better. And there were some real challenges in that because like, you know, there was two room additions put on the house. So on the Mm -hmm. left, there was a sunroom and on the right, there was like a big living room built onto an older home both built at separate times, so everything wasn't exactly perfect. Everything didn't line up perfectly. Really, you know, put some complications to how can we do the roof with the other two roofs coming in, and how do we frame it, and how do we keep things level or looking level? Where do we hide that bricks maybe right. don't line up real well? And so there was a lot of challenges in how to build it, but once we kind of understood that, you know, went through that whole process with her, you know, it it really opened up the possibilities, um, of, of how this kitchen could be. So, and I know we, you showed her a couple designs, right? Can you kind of explain, like we did one not building out and then we did one building out, correct? Right, right. So, um, one of the things when I was first brought in, we looked at it as, well, let's see what we can do in the existing footprint of the kitchen. How can we make the the transitions? How can we make the workspace better, flow better for her? Um, the other portion of that was she wanted to bring her washer and dryer upstairs. So we needed to find a place to put the laundry room. Yeah. So we originally were looking at placing the laundry room closer to her master bathroom because we knew that we could access the water supply from there and um, which would have put it in an office just off off her bedroom so we're looking at the kitchen and the in the laundry in that scenario Um, and as I started designing I started really looking at the spaces 
and realized that really if we bumped out at the kitchen area between the two additions, it would really allow better flow, a better work triangle, really give her the the space that she was truly dreaming of. And we were able to pull the washer, the laundry over into that area, repurpose where a powder room was, and that became the new laundry, and just move yeah. the powder over where the where an inefficient pantry was. So just kind of doing some reconfiguring, and um, the end result is outstanding. Stunning. So, mm-hmm. Really, yeah, yeah. Um, and yeah, check it out in Ladue News, everybody. It's really, there's some there's a couple great photos, really magnificent kitchen. You really outdone yourself um, oh, on this one for sure. But so tell me, because, you know, sometimes it's hard for me because I'm, I'm going through and and I don't get is in, I'm more construction and I'm thinking about, can this be done? And if we do bump out, oh mm-hmm. gosh, this roof, like this is going to be complicated. <laughs> How do I even figure this out? And, and, and I get into levels of things. Like I might ask like types of appliances just so I can, you know, maybe when I'm ballparking some price, understand <laughs> a little bit, but I don't get to learn as much about like really their hopes and dreams and inspirations like you do going out shopping and finding things can you just kind of tell me a little bit about what were her kind of dreams and inspirations and what really motivated her with some of those selections um well first of all we really wanted it to flow with the existing spaces in the home so um we didn't use many um bright colors we kept it kind of monochromatic that's what she loved and completely fine with that uh we did a lot of black and whites it becomes very classic and the floor we redid the floor going all the way through so that it's a nice continuous transition between the um the living room going all the way over to the family room because there were many different floors so we kind of made that one transition um as far as she was our client was very interesting because, as she will point out, I didn't know what I wanted, but yeah. I also knew what I didn't like. So, getting interesting, yeah. Yes. So, um, it was a process to go through everything and select it, and it was a lot of fun because she did know what she did not like. So, yeah. um, she fell in love with the hood though right away. So that kind of helped pull everything together um the light fixtures we took a little bit of time to do but the light fixtures are the perfect accent to what is happening um she knew that she wanted a full height splash but we wanted something dramatic and so we found that as well it was we we took a little bit of time to do the selections but it was well worth it yeah and there was so many interesting things in there so real quick we're getting short on time here but what's your favorite feature in that kitchen it's actually well i have two things i love the hood Mm -hmm. absolutely love the hood um and then it's actually not in the kitchen it's in the powder room oh yeah and it's the The glass tile in the powder room is magnificent it's a full feature wall and it just glistens. Yeah, no, that's awesome. And the ceiling and the design, the island, mm-hmm. 
all that stuff is so so cool so awesome mm -hmm. Check it out. Everybody can, you know, go to our website, find stuff, look into Ladoo News. You're going to love it. We got to get into a break, but we'll be right back after this. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other other leading commerce platforms and sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast and now here's rich's right at home hack all right guys you heard the man we're back and we got my right at home hack so today i thought i would share an old school nail pulling trick that i used during my years as a carpentry worker. And so let's say you're you're pulling nails to replace a deck board. And of course the head of that old rusty nail just breaks right off midway. Well, what are you gonna do now? How do you get it out? Well, here's a really easy way to complete the job. All you gotta do is place the, the V of your pry bar around the nail like you're gonna pull it, clamp locking vice grip pliers to that nail right up against the pry bar and just pry away it will simply pull that nail right out for you. It doesn't get any easier than that. So if you want to hear this or any of my weekly hacks, you can find them all every week on Facebook. Just search Rich Oris Mosby on Facebook. It'll take you right to me. So 
We're going to get back here with uh, the regular show with Jill Warabeck, kitchen designer from Mosby, with me today. We were kind of going over that kitchen project that we did, and, and I want to stick on that just a little bit because I think there's a couple other you know things that we did in there that was really kind of cool, and you know, and, and some more building challenges to that too, um, but. Jill, can you just kind of explain like the ceiling and, and coming up with how that, that ceiling worked in there and, oh, yeah. and fit in the space and everything? Because I, I, that's a feature I really like about that kitchen. Oh, wow. I didn't know that. That's, that's fun. Um, yeah, the ceiling. So my client really loved the uh, coffered ceilings. Um, the design challenge to that was she really didn't have a tall ceiling to work with. So yeah. our ceiling overall was 99 inches. And typically if you're going to do a coffer, it's typically more. It's yeah. taller than that. Um, so we were only able to do it about three inches. So we ended up doing just dropping it using one-bys all the way mm -hmm. around just to give that visual look, but then not, um, not come down. Not come down too far, right? Down exactly, to or something, right? Yeah. Exactly. Um, the other major challenge was we really opened up uh, the kitchen to the family room, yeah, and that was a structural wall, <laughs> yes. So they ended up having to put an enormous beam and steel beam in to support the second floor along with the roof line of the family room. Yeah, that, I remember that being a huge challenge, figuring out, you know, mm -hmm. basically creating what maybe like a 16-foot wide or 12-foot oh, yeah. wide opening and Definitely. literally about a 30-foot long steel giant I-beam to hold all that stuff up. Mm -hmm. um, and, of course, that's my wheelhouse. That's where I live. That's, that's what I absolutely love, that part is like, how do we do that? How do we build this? And, mm -hmm. you know, can we open it up? You bet. Let's figure out a way. You know, let's get the right thing in there and everything. And, of course, there's, you know, a lot of processes that we go through, you know, to figure all that stuff out. So, mm -hmm. you know, looking at all the different processes um, that we have, you know, designing all the selections, mm -hmm. building all the different stuff. So let's kind of start real quick from the beginning. Mm -hmm. So you get your hands on a kitchen like this. Mm -hmm. What's your process? I mean, I'm interested in how do you even figure out, like you were talking about the triangle, mm -hmm. all that stuff of the kitchen. So, so what's your process to even getting started in a kitchen like that? Mm -hmm. um, it varies with each project, I will admit. But so on this one in particular, um, I would go through the needs. I go through the needs and um, I start just placing things. Well, what's going to work best? Placing appliances, um, placing sink location. So yes, yeah, so there is a work triangle that we like to work with in design. And the work triangle is your sink to your refrigerator, your refrigerator to your range, and range to your sink. So, and you can also look at it as cleanup area, prep area, cooking area as well. So you don't want any of those legs to be bigger than 12 feet apart. Ideally, all together, when you add it all up, it's 26 feet. Oh, gotcha. And you don't want to be over, you don't want to impede on an island over 12 inches. So if you're going to do that, you should probably add a prep sink. So when you start factoring all of that in, 
you're you're just kind of putting into the program and kind of it's like a puzzle yeah and you're starting to place things and then you're starting to figure out what's going to work best in which area so that's awesome yeah so it's like a puzzle see i do all kinds of puzzles all mm-hmm. the time so you think i'd be better at this the, the kitchen and stuff than that but, mm-hmm. and but then it is interesting right and then you always want to make sure that next to like your refrigerator or next to your ovens that there's always a landing you need at least 15 inches of landing on either side along with next to any sinks you also want your 15 to 18 inch landings so it's kind of all flows so that is really cool so so that you know and i've learned so much over 20 years of being here you know at mosby and how all this stuff works and and how detailed it can be Mm -hmm. and and really figuring all that out and really to me it kind of shows the 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 shame in, in a lot of the way a lot of other companies work or do things because I worked for a lot of companies. I put a lot of kitchens together prior to coming to Mosby and really building kitchens for Mosby and seeing the detail and all the, you know, people already knowing where things are going in the cabinets and and, and all of that. And so I can honestly say like before, nobody ever had a plan. It was like, you put the cabinets in, things went where they went. Mm-hmm. You did it that like, Clients did not know where they were putting stuff prior to the kitchen being done at any place I ever worked at before Mosby. Hmm. And here it's just that attention to every single detail. You know, one of my first kitchens I did at Mosby, we had a a mess up with the kitchen sink and it was a, you know, like 60-40 split. Mm -hmm. It came in, the wrong sink came in and, and I asked, the client i thought well so if we went ahead and did this if we just swapped like the trash can and the dishwasher and they could just work in the other direction and kind of go from you know right to left instead of left to right or whatever mm-hmm. and and she looked at me and her answer was so long and there was so many plans of like the trash can was near the door and the trash goes out the back and they're going to have a a shredder for the mail and they bring the mail in that door and the and and I was like oh okay you know yeah okay you've thought through this and we're going to get you a new sink how's that and we're going to keep things where they should be but you know mm-hmm. it was thinking from construction they're both two feet wide you put right. that one over there it, it seemed so so simple to me and I was like wow they've really went through this uh, process I didn't even understand. So I have just gained so much knowledge on all of that stuff over the years and in learning the importance of it, it's quite amazing. So I commend mm-hmm. you for going through all that with everybody. No. But let's talk selections, because I know this is probably your favorite area, right? You gotta, I do love selections. So what do you call it? You getting to, getting to do what? Spend everybody's money, right? <laughs> You get to go shopping and actually spend everybody else's money. I am a professional shopper, yes. Exactly. So just explain real quick, like, so that selections process. How does that work? What is it? What do you do? Um, Okay, so the first time I meet a client at our, what we call our measure and photo, that's when I start interviewing the client, and that's when I really start asking them their taste, their style, um, finding out if they've looked online at any... um, inspirational photos you know details like that yeah um investment levels that that's a 
that's a big conversation that we like to have during that measure and photo. Um, that helps kind of lead me into the, the right places to take clients. Um, the fund begins actually after we go to a deposit agreement, and the deposit agreement is something we enter into after the first presentation. If a client wants to move forward, then we go into that, and that triggers selections, and that's actually one of the most fun times of the project. Um, literally, I am out with clients and with the allowances that we have built into the estimate, and we're shopping. That and sounds so fun. We're, we're looking for all the fun products and um, glamorous backsplashes, um, really focusing on the cabinets, the cabinet layouts. Obviously, this is all dependent on what project we're doing. Um, sure. It could be for a bath or it could be for a kitchen or an addition. You know, we have a multitude of projects. Um, but that's the, that's the best time. Oh, yeah. And that's what we were kind of joking around about, spending other people's money, professional shopper. I mean, you're out there basically fully assisting, holding mm -hmm. hands, going mm -hmm. through the whole process. I couldn't even imagine, like, how many... How many kitchens alone do you think you've just bought all the stuff for kitchens? It's got to be oh. like thousands. Yeah, it's it's been a it's lot. A lot. Yeah. It's been a lot. And um, but one one thing I really do love about our process, like I said, is helping the clients choose the products that fit their lifestyle and their yeah. tastes. Um, I'm an advisor, leading them to make the selections within the investment levels that we've prepared. Um, sometimes if they want to splurge a little, I will let them know sure. as we're selecting that, oh, okay, so that particular item might be a little bit over, um, but we can probably make that up with this item. So yeah. we're there as counselors. Yeah, no, absolutely. And, and, and that's, you know, so you get to see a world of, different magnitudes of you know types of appliances mm -hmm. types of cabinets mm -hmm. um, all the different cost levels I mean I know kitchens just the pieces that go in it can be you know wildly different in mm -hmm. cost um, and right. so yeah it's staying in line finding out what they need I'm sure that's so important um, what I want to get into right after our break is the cabinets, the, okay. how they change, how they get so expensive. So we'll get into that right when we return. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Calling all pop culture enthusiasts. Are you obsessed with all things celebrity? Do you live for the drama, the laughs, and the unexpected moments that unfold on social media? then you're going to want to tune in to the Comments by Celebs podcast. Join us three times a week as we deep dive into every aspect of pop culture. Whether it's dissecting the latest trends or just chatting about your favorite celebs, Comments by Celebs has you covered. We have new episodes out every week. Follow and listen to Comments by Celebs on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. 
You're listening to Ride at Home with Rich. And now, here's your host, Rich Horace. All right, here we go, guys. We are back. We are talking kitchens today with Mosby designer Jill Warabeck. And, you know, we've done so many different kitchens. We've done so much stuff together. And I've always told everybody, if there's something you don't know about cabinets or something you need to know about cabinets, um, yeah, just go ask Jill. She's gonna have the she's gonna have the down low on every different thing about cabinets that there is, and you know, cabinets can be just wildly different in price in in, oh, yes, in the definitely. expense, and you know, so can you just kind of explain what are some of the differences in cabinetry that can make them better um, look that much different? And, and then just have such an expense on some of these, you know, custom cabinets and stuff. Well, there's, um, there, the old adage, you get what you pay for. Oh, yeah. Definitely is true with kitchen cabinets. So, um, the lower price lines, they typically, um, you'll notice that they are imported. So, they'll, they might have inferior products put with it. Um, then you get into the products the the mid-range kitchen cabinets and again that goes to is it plywood construction how is it really constructed um then you get into well okay you've got your construction but is it framed frameless or inset those are the three different ways to do the doors and their appearances Um, you could have a framed box and a full overlay cabinet mm-hmm. you could have a framed box with an inset door that's a very cottagey look um, and then you can have a frameless so when i'm talking to clients i will start with that because that kind of dictates what we want to do and i'll take the clients through the the pluses and minuses of all of those sure so Frameless, you're going to actually get the most storage on the inside, um, but it's more of a, it's not necessarily a modern look, but it's, you know, like I yeah. said, it'll give you the cleanest look. However, it is a little bit more, when it comes to installation, it, it those cabinets can actually rack a little bit more. So yeah. you have to be a little bit better at installing. So a yeah. um, little bit about those. So what about finishes? Mm. How does the finish affect that overall investment? So it depends. Um, so I I look at finishes. I'm, I'm a big person. I, I, that's my thing. Um, I would rather have a factory finish on a cabinet because they use a catalytic conversion method where it literally locks that finish in on the cabinet. So oh, then yeah. your the moisturizers and, and the oil on your fingers won't destroy the finish there are other ways of doing it i mean you could have a locally made cabinet and that is fine if you're going to do that my suggestion is you do that in a bookcase or you do it in a place that's not going to be high traffic Um, that the finish actually really does affect the overall price because um, the better finishes are on the better cabinet line so therefore it's generally yep. more expensive. So. Absolutely. And, and 
for everybody out there, you know, if you want to see any of this stuff, if you want to learn more about Jill or myself or Mosby Building Arts, you can find a lot of these photos, a lot of the work that we do on our website at callmosby.com. I welcome everybody to come check it out and, you know, see some of the awesome stuff that me and Jill have done together in, in a lot of these kitchen projects and other projects. Um, so... I have one more thing, oh, if you go don't ahead. mind. Okay. No. Another big thing is um, floating panel construction and finishing it before it's all put together. Because in the St. Louis area, we have something called humidity. And humidity um, shrinks and expands wood, and that center panel can move a little bit, and then it looks oh, like yeah. your, your cabinet's not finished. So that is also something that um, will distinguish a better price line from a lower price line. Interesting. Um, so, which kind of brings me to the question that, that we get all of the time, because you're talking about get what you pay for and the different cabinets and, you know, how do they hold up? And everybody wants to know, can I paint my kitchen cabinets? Mm -hmm. I always bring it to, should you paint your kitchen cabinets? what i mean what are some of the reasons or what should people know about like if they're even thinking about what should they think about before they paint their kitchen cabinets oh um the longevity that in my opinion it's the longevity that they want um <clears throat> a, a painted cabinet that is not something that is a diy um if you that's a road that you really want to go down i would I would definitely suggest that a professional painter look at the cabinets and give you a quality bid because, hey, Rich, you know this. Oh, yeah. You, there's a lot of prep work that needs to happen on those cabinets to even get it ready to paint. Um, and then you have to also, it's the finished product. I mean, are you okay with a fingernail? perhaps scratching that finish and exactly. and it's not going to be perfect anymore and if that's something that you're okay with then perhaps painting the cabinets is fine yeah no absolutely and you know because and what made me kind of even bring that up is you were talking about that finish like the factory hanging you know how mm -hmm. they put that finish on there and how durable so yeah again it kind of goes back to you know longevity and lasting value you know how right. long do you need this to last? You know, are you really committed to your home? And, you know, what are you really looking for to get out of it? If you are really committed and you want to be there 10, 15, 20 years, kind of like you said, it it's good to investigate. It's good to find out. You know, find right. out what the painter does cost to do it. Right. And right. you can judge it against. We do this all the time in our kitchen designs. Okay, well, we'll come up with one where we paint some cabinets and maybe do a little stuff over here and change the rest of the stuff, or we'll put new cabinets, you know, find out what these different costs are and what, what what's worth it to you, what's the value to you in what you're getting and how long do you want this to last for you, you know? Mm -hmm. Definitely. I think it means a ton, you know, for everybody. So when you go through picking cabinets and all that, mm -hmm. how do you kind of start that process and, and what's the process for picking cabinets as far as style and everything else with your clients? Um, really, like I said, uh, goes back to that initial interview. Also any inspiration 
photos that they have. Um, and then literally taking them through the looks and just, yeah, we have, you know, door styles at the showroom. Well, it's not a showroom, but it's yeah. a selection center. And so we'll show different door styles and, yeah. and find out kind of just what they like and then start going through the different um, aspects of what does each cabinet need to be? What kind of accessories? Um, what is their expectation and how are they going to use that space um, some people would love an island that looks like furniture so therefore we start going through those details of how are we going to achieve that um, and we, you can get so many crazy looks like that it's oh, amazing definitely. Mm -hmm. yeah yeah are they asymmetrical or are they symmetrical because that also depends on kind of how the whole um, layout falls yeah. into place um, so, and then we'll choose moldings and kind of the finishing touches to pull it all together. Yeah, it is amazing how you got to think about, you know, um, and really uh, not even just think about, but learn about like what the clients want, expect, you know, I've, mm -hmm. I've had a lot of people ask me about the differences in, in, you know, granite and mm -hmm. the quartz and, and some of the man-made stuff and and i always kind of revert it back and say well what do you guys like to see you know mm -hmm. do you like something that's wild and free-flowing and is naturey and right. outdoors and that then you're probably going to like granite more if it bothers you that this countertop doesn't look exactly like that countertop right then you're going to want to go to something man-made where they will actually look exactly alike exactly um, so yeah there's some some crazy things you got to go through and really finding out about the client that is, mm -hmm. you know, particularly amazing to me. Exactly. You come to these answers. Right. And like I said, a lot of it has to do with lifestyle, their expectations and their tastes. I mean, like you said about the countertops, a quartz countertop, which is man-made can be fantastic for some families because of the attributes, um, they don't have to be sealed and they're consistent. Yeah. Um, whereas if you're going into a stone countertop, that could be granite, it could be quartzite. Um, I really wouldn't recommend marble in a kitchen. Yeah. It, it's used, but I don't recommend it. Um, it's a little too soft. Yeah. Again, my opinion. But if you're going into the stone, <clears throat> it does have some maintenance. It has to be sealed every once in a while. Um, but it's also going to be unique. It is, yeah. it's right out of the earth. So you're not going to have a piece that looks like the other pieces. Absolutely. So, so unfortunately we are just running completely out of time. We've got another hour we could go, but we don't have another hour. So we'll have to do this again. Great. Can't wait till the next time for everybody else out there. Feel free to check us out. Call Mosby.com or just pick up the phone 314-909-1800 for everybody else. I'll talk to everybody else next week. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. 
Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Calling all pop culture enthusiasts. Are you obsessed with all things celebrity? Do you live for the drama, the laughs, and the unexpected moments that unfold on social media? Then you're going to want to tune in to the Comments by Celebs podcast. Join us three times a week as we deep dive into every aspect of pop culture. Whether it's dissecting the latest trends or just chatting about your favorite celebs, Comments by Celebs has you covered. We have new episodes out every week. Follow and listen to Comments by Celebs on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.